I'm Andrew. That's Rebecca. She's Stacy. And this is Used to Be Cool, the music podcast for people who like discovering new music, talking about old favorites, and sharing songs with the people we love. So, Rebecca, what do you think about this week's uh, this week's topic? It's a topic for music snobs. Hey, what's this topic? Mm. So underrated. We're talking underrated bands. So why why did you think it was for music snobs? Because it also means that you think that something's overrated, probably. I think a lot of things are overrated. Oh my god! Yeah. If there's an audience, it's not overrated. People are just listening. But what makes something overrated? Okay, I I can understand. Discussion worth having. Maybe we could have that when we do overrated bands Mm. as the topic. As the topic is underrated bands. Okay, okay, okay. But like now that the the system of listening to things on the radio is pretty obsolete. Like Mm -hmm. everything is streaming, so people listen to what they want to listen to. So what makes something overrated? What makes something underrated? Like, I don't really understand. It's not the same machine promoting, like, the top ten anymore. So I would say, for me, underrated was, this is a band that I wish more people would listen to. Sure. Not really saying that, like, they didn't get their due or that, like, everyone sucks because they didn't listen to them or anything (laughs) like that. It was just more of a, like, Mm -hmm. this is a band that I wish more people knew of or... Um, dived further into their catalogs. Okay. That's yeah. how I took an underrated That's band. a positive spin. Yeah. I, and my problem isn't with underrated. It's the thought that something would mm-hmm. be overrated. Mm. I'll, I'll give you my take on overrated if you want to hear that. Yeah, too, I do. Which is that I think that it's bands. Um, I'll call out Journey for an example of an overrated band that I think people like because they think other people like them not because they may necessarily like them themselves disagree hard disagree disagree in general or disagree about journey especially all of the above oh yeah everything i'm not a massive journey fan but i think the people that like journey like fucking like journey or they like it for some nostalgic reason it doesn't actually matter why they like it or why they're playing it if it's being played people are listening you know what i mean yeah but where I was thinking with underrated bands mm-hmm. was more like, since I'm an old-timey person, that's been well-established. <laughs> like, in the old, like, um, music industry, like, if you didn't get lifted up, if you didn't get radio airplay mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. didn't get certain things, like, mm-hmm. you have bands who were hugely influential that, like, didn't get a wide enough audience or they didn't get the kind of exposure that maybe they should have had sure if they you know were nicer to record executives or Mm -hmm. would do xyz jump through xyz hoops or whatever i i hear you and i think that that's completely valid for the old system yeah however i don't think that that's how music operates anymore you can be someone that uploads your shit to tiktok and make it into a huge festival and find a following and not even have a record label now. Yeah. So I, I just think that it's, it's different now. I mean, I think it's, it's the levers are different, but the result isn't always. Mm-hmm. Cause like how many TikTok videos have you seen where it's like, you know, this is what blah, blah, blah would sound like if they were this other genre of music. And then they like play it because mm-hmm. like, that's the way that the algorithm 
generates likes and and follows. So like, there's still there's still a there's formula. still going to be bands yeah. that fall under the cracks. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm willing to concede that overrated is may, is snobbish, but I think underrated doesn't necessarily mean that. Okay, so you you still think that there are bands that are underrated? Oh yeah, got it. Definitely. Well, I'm excited to hear y'all's picks then. I just I just think it's like natural that there have to be underrated bands because there's just so much music that you yeah. couldn't as a as an individual mm-hmm. find and discover at all. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. So when we were first talking about this, the four example that I gave was the Kinks. And I think the Kinks are a hugely underrated band. While they're accomplished and recognized, they are like overshadowed by bands that I don't think are necessarily any better than they are, mm-hmm. but they're just got more popular for whatever reason. Right. So I think that the Kinks were a good example. And because I gave them as my example, I wasn't going to let myself use them as my pick. Mm. Oh, and then I really suffered because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, excluding the kinks, I walked through a couple different things, and the band that leaped out at me um, was actually a band that, true to topic, I had not really heard of. Um, so I was not really familiar with this band, which made it a perfect pick for underrated I think because they influenced a lot of bands that I really like and so um it's an American rock band they were from Michigan they were you know operating kind of in the late 60s early 70s time um they are widely recognized as being like pioneers in the punk rock movement they were like a mentor band to the Stooges um and I had seen, like, I've seen stickers on cars and things, but I never really heard um, anyone talk much about this band. And until a couple of years ago, kind of the song that they're most known for, which is the song that I brought today, I thought was a Bad Brain song. Um, so the song that I picked, the band is the MC5. Oh, yes. And the song that I picked <laughs> is Kick Out the Jams. Kick Out the Jams!
one that I came across because of my Rolling Stone 500 greatest albums oh, yeah. of all time mm-hmm. list. I'd never heard it, but I was like working my way through and picked it up and was like, holy shit. I mean, they're a great band and that I do think that they fairly like squarely fit in that they're underrated. They were they didn't get good promotion. Yep. They were a hard band to promote because they swore a lot. They were very political. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just they had they didn't stand a chance to get the right kind of promotion, so they never really got. I mean, they also had their own problems yeah. and like use drugs and lots of other kind of things. But mm-hmm. I think they they influence a lot of people, and not a lot of people are familiar with them. Okay, fine. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you know, and I hope think and know that I was coming from like a. A good place, not like other people's. If we did overrated, then that would have been, yeah, other people have shit taste. But um, (laughs) this one was from like a good place. Yeah. Um, That was good. I can totally see how they grandfathered punk rock. Yeah. Um, I like that time period, like a lot for music, that like late 60s, early 70s, like hard rock. What was hard rock at the time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tend to always like what was produced. It, right then, yeah. it was so far ahead of it. Like I had to look it yeah, up because yeah, I was like, absolutely. I feel like this was like 68, 69. And mm-hmm. so it was 69. That album came out six months before Woodstock. That's yeah. like, insane. It's just, it doesn't yeah. fit. Like they were so far out in yeah. front that like it makes a lot of sense why they were not as well received. But I, I don't know. I don't know that it doesn't fit because there, there were other people yeah. still with that same vibe that were like late sixties. They were too early for the seventies punk scene. Um, and you're right. They didn't really make it on the mainstream, like billboard list. Yeah. Um, well, and so one of the stories that I was reading about them, I thought this is really hilarious. They had, so they cleaned up the song for radio single release. So mm-hmm. the cleaned up version mm-hmm. is kick out the jams, brothers and sisters, but it's on it's <laughs> how Peter, Paul and Mary of <laughs> them. Come on, brothers and sisters. <laughs> But on the on the record release, it has swearing on it, and there were re- record shops that wouldn't carry it. Carry it. Yeah, mm-hmm. And they took out like a full page ad with their band label at the time. They were on Electra Records, just being like "fuck you, Hudson Records" or whatever it was. <laughs> and Electra dropped them. Oh, cool. so because this yeah. like record chain pulled all of the Electra Records off their shelves because Damn. they mm. it was a whole big thing and so nice. they were hard to they were they were a hard band I guess for a record company to navigate. So 
other fun fact about this is that I've used that song a couple of times for our Instagram post on New Music Tuesdays yeah. because <laughs> Kick Out the Jams, I think, is a perfect. Yeah. I've also used the version by the presidents of the United States of America yeah. who covered it on their self-titled record. Yeah. But yeah, I use it sometimes because I think it's a good, like, Kick Out the Jams. Yeah. <laughs> we can use perfect. it for this one yeah. even. Oh, let's do it. Shall totally. we? To- totally. Okay. <laughs> I'm all right. I am up. I went a slightly different direction. My band is really well known, but I think that they didn't get enough credit for the band that they were and only got enough credit for like the single that really took off. So I picked, I had a hard time with this. There's a bunch of bands that I wanted to come um, to do. Um, The Frames is one. Are you familiar with The Frames? Mm, No. So Glenn Hansard, who was in that movie once and was in the band The Swell Season. Oh, yes. Now that you give me all of that, yes. I listened to his music after seeing Once. Yeah. So, like, he's he's done solo stuff since, but mm-hmm. he had this, like, band mm-hmm. in the, like, 2000s that was great called The Frames. They were an Irish rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, Setlist is still one of my favorite live albums of all time. They are so good. Um, but they didn't get a lot of hype. And then Glenn Hansard writes the music for and stars in Once. His career mm-hmm. takes off. Um, so many of the songs that are in Once are on The Frames 2006 album, The Cost. Um so there's like full rock versions rather than just the acoustic version. So like that was an example. Um, but I ended up choosing a band that I have really loved for a long time and everyone is always surprised. And then I, I share other music with them. <laughs> um, is Phantom Planet. Um, oh, yeah. So have you listened to much Phantom Planet outside of California, the theme song to the television show The O.C.? <laughs> I have not. But... That's amazing that that's the song that like got them popular because yeah. I can see how you probably were already a fan and maybe that wasn't so great. <laughs> no, I actually didn't come on to them until afterwards. I found out later on um, that um, Jason Schwartzman mm-hmm. was the drummer for the band when they formed. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Greenwald, he, he's no, um, Jason Schwartzman left the band after that but he wrote the song California that was used for the OC show um, Alexander Greenwald is the lead singer and kind of front man and has headed it ever since but um, I like the song California but like mm-hmm. all that anyone ever seems to know from Phantom Planet is that song and they change their sound on every record they have intended to do that from the start they were like the Beatles did that so like that's really cool let's find a new sound every time um, they've put out like five really great records um, but this one is from the album that came out right after the guest, which had California on it. This is from their self-titled album. Um, it's called the meantime. Bye. 
That was good. I'm surprised I don't listen to them. Like, they sound I, up my alley. Yeah, I think you would really... I think both of you would really like them. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where like they had a really big hit. You didn't like it, did you? No, I'm not. <laughs> if you would... No, no. Okay. My, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about my face. <laughs> no. um, Fix your fucking face. You know, it's one of those things where like you have a really big hit, but maybe it doesn't sound like everything that you do. And like, mm-hmm. first, then, just to clarify something yeah. that you were saying earlier. Yeah. So you're saying that you liked the song that they did that they used in the OC. Yeah. Okay. You didn't like that song. Either? I hate that song. Okay. I um, obsessively watched the OC. Oh. Uh, I hate that. We song. Have so the, surprising. We have the inverse experience with <laughs> yeah. that show, then, where I liked the song and did not care for the show. I, I I think that a friend of mine gave me like the DVDs after it had come out already. He was okay. like, hey, "You might like this," and I loved it. And like, it, I guys, I went through this really weird period where I also obsessively watched Gossip Girl, and it was like, <laughs> okay, kind of, that was a really good show. What are you talking kind of, about? A teenage Soap is not my thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I it's kind it. of during the same time. So yeah. It started similar, with Buffy for you. I, I feel like it's all, you like a teenage soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Buffy, my hook was the vampires, but yeah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> fine, fine. I, um, I had to always fast forward through that because I mm-hmm. hate the way that he says California, and that's kind of unfortunate because he says it a lot in that song yeah that's generally all of it yeah most of the song Mm -hmm. is him saying that yep yeah so the songs that he wrote i think are better jason schwartzman wrote that one oh interesting yep interesting also a brave choice to be like each of our albums is going to be different so just suck it everybody i kind of love that yeah i also feel like that might be one of the things that makes them less appealing to a to larger people. fan yeah. Yeah. fan base. Cause generally people, I, for the most part, obviously not everyone, but they listen to a band because they like that sound. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're not super keen on them trying out new things. So the fact that each of their albums sounds completely different and has no like through line, I find really interesting. I mean, I think you can, once you get into it, like mm-hmm. you can hear the through line a little bit better. But like if you had only listened to the single California and mm-hmm. then picked up this album by mistake, you would be like just shocked mm-hmm. at how who dis grimy <laughs> and dirty like garage rock it is compared to mm-hmm. you know, other, yeah. that one. So I was getting a lot of the strokes mm-hmm. off of yeah, that. Yeah, I felt the same vibe, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah. Check them out. That one and um, that album and Raise the Dead are my two favorites. They're third and fourth. Um, But the guest, the guest is pretty good. You can skip California. It's track number one. So you you just jump right into the second one. Jumping in it too. Um, And yeah, they, they broke up after Raise the Dead in 2008, but they've recently um, gotten back together. So like they put out a new record in 2019. Oh, that's fun. Cool. Well, what you got, girl? Oh, this was so hard. Ask Ashley. I sent her like four different picks. I was like, wait, no, whoa, 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 this one. Mm-hmm. I'll scratch oh, that. This interesting. One. Can you say your yeah, other? Tell us what you, yeah, what, <laughs> what you, you went through. Your you, discards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I wanted to put some like parameters on myself that maybe were too strict. Okay. Um, for me, when I think underrated. I think of a musician's musician. So someone that other musicians really value or like, 
but like maybe haven't made it big time. Like maybe they'll be on other people's albums, okay. but their own solo work hasn't necessarily taken off for whatever reason. Um, so making it hard. I love it. Yeah. I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, I ended up picking, um, Alejandro Escovito. Who are your discards though? Yeah. Who'd you, who'd um, you well, I thought of Lucinda Williams. She mm. was one of my first, but then when I like was looking at her, uh, Spotify, like monthly listeners was something like 900,000 people. And I was like, that's way too high to me to be under, rated mm. um and Alejandro Escovito has like something like a hundred thousand monthly listeners so I thought that was way lower so we're gonna go with it <laughs> yeah I love that you're using metrics to figure I, it out I looked at those stats too a little bit to compare to be like yeah what what's actually is it just that I think that they're under listened to yeah, and I just yeah. don't have or a good are they picture really, right. of like what mm-hmm. Jeez, I'm guys. not well enough connected well yeah. I I needed something like that to be my gauge like I it's impossible for me I, I don't know yeah. I didn't know of another way to do it anyways I really like his music I don't think he's ever taken off in like a commercial way at all um he is known to a lot of other musicians so he kind of fits that bill like a musician's musician and I just like his sound have you ever heard of him no oh he's great okay well here's Nun's song off of his album, Real Animal. N-O-N-E or N-U-N? <laughs> N-U-N-S.
sure what i was listening to i did not like it it's just confusing to me what about it's confusing i don't know i know that everything is a spectrum but i don't know what kind of music that was that's why i spent most of the time like trying to figure out like what would i call this i know it doesn't matter labels or blah whatever but like my yeah it was confusing to me I mean, I could see where that could be a reason why it wouldn't get as popular as it, Mm -hmm. as another song that's easily categorized. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's weird, like the things that, you know, sometimes it's just dumb luck of being in the right place at the right time. Other times it might just be like, I don't know what to call this, so I'm not going to try. And I won't put it in my music magazine or whatever else. I wonder. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I really like that. I thought like it was like bluesy and mm-hmm. almost and to some extent like old metal mm-hmm. in some ways yeah. like it, it touched on a lot of different things and I thought it was fun and interesting um yeah yeah so he is from San Antonio um I think he is most well known in Texas because he's a Texas musician um he's been on a lot of like other people's compilation albums yeah. other Texas musicians who have passed away or whatever, if they do like a tribute album, he's on it. Yeah. Um, some of the genres, since you're concerned about it, on Wikipedia say punk rock, alternative rock, cow punk, Chicano <laughs> rock. <laughs> Chicano yeah. rock's my fave. Um, and he's been making music since the 70s. Yeah. Uh, he was originally in a punk band. He lived in New York at that time. He actually lived at the Chelsea Hotel. Like, he just, he's cool. really yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, and I don't know why he's not more popular. Like, he he has some really good music. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. 
Agreed. But I think there is something to what Andrew was talking about. It, it almost comes down to like, I don't know, I have to slot this into a slot to show it to people. And if I don't know what slot to mm-hmm. show it in, it doesn't get in front of people in the way that it deserves, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Well, especially just me now, putting I on mean, my marketer yeah. hat of like, if I can't put it into a bucket and know who to aim to it show at, it to, yeah. I'm going to move to the next thing that's easier rather than trying to like lose, like maybe losing some money making a bad bet. You know, mm-hmm. If there's something that's more clear of like, oh, you're clearly for a blues crowd, I'm going to market you to the blues crowd yeah. mm-hmm. and like go that route, which sucks. Like it's just kind of human nature to try and need to categorize to things, to need to like have a story behind them to explain them to other people and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. So Well, and the whole idea that you have to make art knowing who your audience is to make it successful, like that whole process painful, right? is, yeah, it awful. is really painful and yeah. it's, it's really hard. And I can't imagine being an artist because of that. Like no matter what your medium is, that would be so terrible to me. I, I am on the consumer side. Like I'm yeah. not, on the artist side, I just can't imagine that. Like having to apply that filter to like the yeah, thing that you're trying to that. do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that um, would be hard. It, thinking about this task reminded me of something that I read a long time ago about Nirvana that like on their first album, Bleach, a lot of um, magazines gave it bad reviews and they're like, this is a really shitty metal album. But like, what they were missing <laughs> right. was like, it's not a metal album. It's right. not, it's mm-hmm. different. You it's, don't know what this is. Yet. You don't know what this is, yeah. you know? And so it's one of those things of like, you know, uh, it, I hear it a lot because of the line of work that I'm in. But like if you, um, you know, people in the 1800s, if you ask them what they wanted, they would tell you that they wanted a faster horse. They wouldn't have told you they wanted a car. Yeah, yeah. And so like you have to expose yourself and like get those things to know what you need. But like just the sheer volume of music and mm-hmm. media and all sorts of stuff that's out there is just too much for yeah. one person. So Deep talks today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, check us out. Look on our website, used to be coolpodcast.com. There will be a playlist that has these songs on there and check mm-hmm. out more from those bands. Maybe we should supply some extra songs from those same oh, groups yeah. just mm-hmm. to kind of like round it out, round yeah. it out, add some more, give some more options. Um, or other, so- like other songs you considered because clearly Rebecca, you had a bunch that, <laughs> yeah, a bunch. Um, and I know I had a few. Um, I want more people to listen to super chunk. Um, but yeah, um, check us out on Instagram, um, utbc.podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud for, um, podcasts and yeah, listen to us, listen to music, talk to us, share underrated bands that you think, um, should have been included and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. I need another cocktail. Yeah. Oh. Don't we all?